0: Welcome to Orson Union, this is Saratova Best. We are learning the Kival HaYehudim uh, Purim Katsan, um, Tavshin lamad And of course, the question we're up to now is, how do you get to such a high level of being a recipient of Taira, which is not a simple thing to do, when you're at a spiritually really low time, and when you yourself have kind of really fallen into the pit? If you've fallen into a pit, and, and you, before you were in the pit, you could, couldn't really receive the tire. You could get it, Matan tire, but you couldn't receive it. Kabbalah the tire. So when you fall into a deep pit and you're sort of spiritually struggling, how do you have the ability at that point to receive the tire? It seems like an oxymoron. But the Rebbe doesn't use the word oxymoron. The Rebbe uses the word nifla. Nifla. Wondrous. And we're interested in the word nifla because it's from the word it's tela and we are in the year of Tavshin Pei Aleph. Plaos Erenu, we will see a bunch of tellas. So I guess we're seeing a bunch of nifla tellas right now, and this is one of them. The world is. Um, let's put to the side the Jewish people for the minute. For a minute, it may not be the spiritually darkest time in all of world history. But for us, it is. And the reason it is is because they used to do really creepy things and th- th- think, say, and do really, 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 really creepy things. But we didn't know. I mean, it says in Chumash that they did these different kinds of Avaita but we really didn't know until Wonder of Wonders. Now we have social media that, you know, you have a video of every person – Saying what they say, etc. We don't really even we don't indulge ourselves, thank God, in seeing the really bad stuff. But we know about it. We know all the. We know that there's creepy spiritual stuff going on in the world. And every time another person is evil and does something evil, we find out about it. We get a, we got to get a, a click or something or some kind of a signal on our WhatsApp, and we just got a new WhatsApp breaking news. Just found out. That this and this person that you thought was from the good side is from the bad side, and he's part of the deep state, and he's so the darkness in a way seems to be darker than ever. We seem to be in this, this today globally in what's called Makas the Plague of Darkness, and there were two phases to the Plague of Darkness. The first three days, phase one of the plague of darkness you couldn't see and the second phase you couldn't move was called lockdown couldn't move I guess the world is in the second phase of Makat Cheshach because they can't go anywhere people are in lockdown in Canada you can't leave or you can't go in or out in most countries, you can't go in or out. In many countries, you can barely go out of your home. Plus, plus, the plans are even more intense than that. So it feels like we're we're probably somewhere in the plague of darkness. So if there were ever a darker time in history, this I mean, the the actions in a way, knowing about what they're planning is very dark, which means. Well, let's see. It means that this is likely to be the most luminous time, because the darkest times end up being the lightest times. So here the are is saying that, um, as it says, Shemim, Shemim Zayis, Kasus Lamar, right? You know, Take for you, you know, the Shemim Zayis, Kasus Lamar. What does it mean? What is this olive oil for the manaira that's cusses lamar It doesn't say oil to light up, but oil for the luminary. Oil is used to light up the surroundings. You put a match to the oil and it lights up the room. The ma'ar is a source of light. What, what, that doesn't, it doesn't fit grammatically. Oil for the source of light. You don't need oil for the source of light. Source of light, like, you need light, you need oil to light up the room, to light up the world. But you don't need it for the source. The source of light has its own light. As it says, ma'ar kaya atma. The actual source of light. And that's why it says kas is because Crushed for the source of light. When the person is crushed, kassist, and he's broken, then he comes to the level of ma'ar. Source of light. And that's why nishvar a person is broken, God forbid, because when the is he's in a a situation of harchava, a person has a lot of good stuff. You know, car car costs 100000 the home costs $4 million, the furnishing, you know, just the living room furnishings costs, I don't know, 200000 I don't know, whatever it is, plus, plus this is one of 18 homes. There's a situation of harchava, so when a person has a lot of good stuff, Stuff, and a lot of money and a lot of good stuff, but he's very poor in Ruchniyah spiritually. That's called, uh, um, Nishvar being broken. He's very rich, but he's spiritually broken. Even if Ruchniyah, he does a lot of mitzvahs. So let's, let's not pick the person who does no mitzvahs. Let's pick the person who does mitzvahs. He does a lot of mitzvahs. And, um, He does his avaida, and he does what he has to do. So now, one situation is a guy has a lot of money, but spiritually he's just completely poverty-stricken. He doesn't do any mitzvahs. Let's take the other kind of a guy. He's busy with mitzvahs all day, and he's, you know, he has what he needs. He has good gashmias, and he's busy with mitzvahs all day. But what's about him? But when he thinks about the Amechumam Tadikim, that your whole, the whole nation is Tadikim, and when he thinks about that every single Jew is Neiter Mate Mate Yader every Jew is the handiwork of Hashem, and he, and this same person thinks about the greatness of Hashem, and, and then he feels this bitterness, because he realizes, my whole Levita, even though it's complete, relative to the real level that it should be. What is the real level that it should be? It has to be It should be, if my avaida is complete, I can't have a complete avaida if it's just me and not the other person. Meaning, as the Rebbe says in Purim Katen, if everything's working in your life but it's not working in other people's lives spiritually you can't have peace. Then the fullness of your Avaita isn't really, it can't be there. Um, and especially then when a person's Avaita is not the way it should be then there's one other third situation. You have k'ichus that are being given to you from above and you're not really using them fully. Which, raise your hand if that's you, that's everybody. Except for the tzaddikin. There's probably virtually no one that we know who is fully utilizing their keiches. Doesn't mean There are people who are busy day and night. They don't have a, a, an ounce of energy left. That doesn't mean you are fully using their keiches. In fact, I'll say an interesting, just for a digression, but it's to the point. Um, one of the things that they do in all of these business courses is they, they help two kinds of people. They help the person who really isn't earning very much money at all to figure out how to ethically and in a creative way earn a nice, A nice income that, you know, is done ethically. Earn more money, have a better lifestyle in an ethical way in keeping with their values. That's one of the things they do. They also cater to a different kind of a person. There's a person who has a business. The guy is earning, I don't know, half a million dollars a year. Okay, he's earning $200,000 a year. You know, it's enough money to do stuff. But he's enslaved to his business. He has actually four summer homes, two winter homes, you know, two, you know, a ski resort and a, and a beach resort and a sun resort and a moon resort. You know, he has all these different things. But he's a slave to his business, so he can hardly ever go there. Because to keep the business going that earns him all this money. It has enslaved him, so his life, in a way, isn't any better. And that kind of business coach gets him to figure out, gets him to step into a new way of being, so that he's no longer a slave to his his business, to his lifestyle. So why am I saying this? Because here, Lahabdul the Rebbe is talking about. So what if you you know you're really you're you're you're, you're doing you're doing your avoda? You know, what A lot of this, a lot of that, you get tzedakah, you do all your mitzvahs, you do everything. We're not not using our kaychas. Our kaychas, our talents, our abilities are way, way, way beyond what we know. And we're afraid of thinking about it because we think, I'm so exhausted, I can't, I fall asleep exhausted with my shoes on, so don't ask me to do any more. And we keep thinking, Doing more stuff means more energy, more energy, more, more, more this, more that. More time, more this, more that. And really what it is, is a whole, stepping into a whole different frequency of how we live. So, um, I mean, a silly example, if a person, let's say, has a, you know, let's say they, they use microwave ovens and they, you know, let's say, so how are they going to, I think, the for the Shalom it was just her, your type, she used to talk about this all the time. She would get calls from her husband and he would say, um, I have a few people that I'm bringing over. I promised them a little dinner meeting and can I bring them over? And, What's she going to serve them? But she always had stuff in her freezer that was put away. You know, when she would have leftovers, she made this. Ma- she would always make a little extra and then put a few portions. She was cooking it anyway in the freezer. And what she would do is just pull out those portions, put them in the microwave, boom, 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 and she would have this amazing meal. And they thought, wow, we just told you we're coming half an hour ago. How'd you without this amazing meal? Because she lived on a different frequency. Didn't say, oh no, now I'm going to start to cloak. I don't have the time. I, I... She lived on a different frequency. So the idea of using our keiches means living on a different frequency where it doesn't require the same amount of effort. So um, so here the Rebbe is saying, when your advice is good, but you're not using your full keiches, which welcome to the club. So when we think of the greatness um, how great is our descent. And we become bitter about it. We say, like, oh my goodness, you know who I could be versus who I am now? Hmm. And it brings us to a level of tshuva. And it brings us to the ruch tashevela latim into a way higher level, that the nefesh, with Messir's nefesh, goes up to its source um, from which it gets all this kayach and draws down whole new kayaches. That's kathos lamar, crushed, or the luminary. The person is crushed. He realizes, I am not who I was created to be. In um, the level of kathos, um, he may have, as we said, physical wealth, spiritual wealth, but he can be crushed when he realizes, this is not the real me. This is not whom I was created to be. I was created to have a much bigger goal. Then you will come to the ma'ar, to the level of Elohim, etc. So here's the question. How, when you do this kind of a va'ida, you're not just being crushed, you're being crushed for the ma'ar, crushed for the luminary, mean, meaning it's not a crushing for crushing's sake. It's a Reaching the luminary within you by being crushed. In other words, it's not, oh, you're going to crush somebody? No, 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 no. No, you're going to bring somebody to the luminary in themselves, within themselves. They'll become a luminary. Oh, well, how, how do you do that? You have to skillfully squeeze um, them through the, you know, the space in the bars to get to their bigger self. So this avaida has to be the it has to be done with total bittal. you know, you can't do it in a sloppy way. You have to know what you're doing. In a way of kosis. And what it does after that is maithub apoyl. You see the difference. What does that mean? The altarev explains in Torah or time of Purim the Jewish people were maithub nephesh they were ready to die. They had a whole year to think about it. They did not have in mind one single uh, foreign thought for the whole year. What does that mean? They stood in Mesirith Nefesh through all kinds of situations. You know, spring, summer, winter. When it was good, when it was easy, when it was hard, when it was too challenging, when it wasn't so challenging, they went through it all. Because shana, a year, means shingly. You go through all the different things that could happen. um, Because a year includes all the different seasons and all the different possibilities. It's like an astro. That from year to year, it not only tolerates all the different seasons, but it actually uses them. To grow, and it's it's you know it's thriving on the tree from every different kind of situation so and the thing about the S rug is it's not only not thrown off by all the changes like m- many of us you know it's hard we get thrown off by the changes we want things to be static um, but the fact is that the the rug actually grows from all the changes as is explained in the Hemshech Bekacha by probably the Rebbe Rashab. I think so. I think so. Not sure. Uh, no. Bekacha 34. I'm not sure. Tafresh Lamad Zion. Okay. I'm not sure. Maybe the Rebbe. Tafresh Lamad Zion. No. Must be the, yeah. Rebbe Marasha, the Rebbe Rashab. So, um If that's the case, when we do our own Avaita, according to all the different levels that you have, the whole year, sometimes you're happy, sometimes you're sad, sometimes you're this, sometimes you're that, your Avaita is complete. Imagine going through as a whole nation, all those different circumstances, and they never lost it. They never gave up. That's amazing. Who does that? How did they reach that level? Because they were the the they were totally on the level of cussis. they weren't crushed, they were crushed in a way that opened up the luminary in them. They were opened up into a luminary in a process that looks like crushing. Because there are different kinds of avaites, different ways of serving Hashem, and they're very different. There's chesed and there's gvura, and so if somebody's way is in the cup of chesed, um, he's going to have a hard time being gvuradik, and if somebody's in the way of gvura, he's going to have a really hard time being chesedik. Um And an interesting thing, as it says about Avram. When Avram Avinu stood up to his tenth his tenth test, even though he was so giving to Hashem, Hashem says, now I know that you're Lakim. So the biblical of being crushed and opened up into a mar, the Shlemus of Abida is without any changes in all the different ways. Okay, so what does this mean? Um, it creates a certain vi you understand you come to a point where you understand I'm not in good shape. I'm really not up to my best, and even if I, have either, even if i 'm doing it right, i so. What we need to do is educate ourselves the way Tinoash Shabis Rabin was supposed to be educated, because you feel like you're a child in your Ava. The union of Chinuch has to be with mysterious Nefish. Now what does that mean? When you're educating yourself, or when you're educating others, you want to do it with mysterious Nefish, which means, as explained in the Mimer, The Maserus Nefesh that was at the time of Mordechai was, and the that the Torah is eternal, and they understood the Maserus Nefesh at the time of Mordechai was, we will keep this Torah, no matter what. And the what meant no longer staying alive. Nobody chose. Hey, let's just stay alive and not keep the Torah. There was a level of connection to Tyre that was brought out that every Jew blossomed into against his will. He wasn't thinking of doing it. It was a really low time. But there was something about hitting the lowest point that opened up that level in a Jew at which the Jew says, give up my connection with Hashem. No, that one I'll never do. That one I'm sorry, I can't do. It's kind of the factory default level in every Jew except that Hashem seems to give us the ability to reach it somehow, even though it's our factory default mode, He gives us opportunities to reach it on our own, and then we create unbelievable things in the world. So, um, okay, so we're, we're, we're returning to wherever we left off, we we're, we're we're going back to the Mimer, and, and the, the Rebbe is saying the idea of Chinuch is, it's not just little kids, but on some level, every single Jew is in that category, and you want to put a huge emphasis on it because who are you? Are you a little child? If you're learning this Mimer, you're obviously not a little child. You weren't just born yesterday, but on the other hand, every single Jew is a, is a, a youth, because every single day, you are a new creation. And every single moment, you're a new creation. And when you step into what's considered very fashionable these days, living in the moment of stepping into a new creation and a new being and a new being, which really the essence of that is when you when you tune into etzim and nefesh, then you really literally can, it's not simple, but it's possible, to step into a bria chadasha, then you're a child who needs sinuch. At that moment, you're a small child that needs that chinuch. So, um, and when and through the chinuch of Tinoke Shabbos Rabban, which is you, we now understand that's you. You as a brand new child who was just born a second ago. What happens? Meaning, through the chinuch of Tinoke Shabbos as we said, that's you. From the mouths of babes, that's you, who just stepped into a new view, a new beinghood a minute ago, you started to eyes there's power there. When you were just born, like a new a a sprout, why is it good to eat bean sprouts? The sprouts were just born a minute ago. They have serious power. If a sprout can push out, if you see a really hard seed that's very, very hard, and a sprout, a little delicate green sprout or white sprout comes out of this seed, (laughs) there must be serious power in that sprout that it can break through the the shell of the seed. Even though it's true it was wet, the seed was wet, but still, to get out of that seed, you need real strength. A baby that's just born at that moment, a, a baby that's just born at that, that moment, which means you, has enormous power to do what? To defeat the enemy. To defeat the enemy. Who is the enemy? The evil. The anti-Hashem, the anti-God establishment that is looking to destroy once and for all, God forbid, Hashem. So you have the ability by stepping into that new beinghood from Etemanefesh to destroy that evil, believe it or not. And there are two ways you do it. One is with one is with a sword, and one is with a bow and arrow. With a sword, the destruction is to the one right the person right there, the enemy that's right in front of your face. And with the bow and arrow, the one gets one destroys the enemy that's far away that isn't so obvious. You no, know, there's there's the opposition that everybody knows this is pure evil. Everybody accepts it. And then there's the evil, which is the hipster, the cancel culture evil, which everybody says it's beautiful. And it's really pure evil. It's really anti Hashem stuff cloaked in some kind of. Fancy schmancy hipster kind of language, but it's 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 insanity and it and it and it's evil from Hashem's points of view. It's it's it, it, it's evil. You know, you're filling out this thing for for a plane ticket. As somebody said, she said, and so it says gender: male, female, barn, binary, non-binary, sub-binary, a whole bunch of things. She said, I understand that there are certain people that they struggle with a certain kind of condition that it you know changing every day, et cetera. There's a, you know, not a simple, they don't have a simple life. But why do you have to put it, you have to make everybody into this and put it on a government form? Somebody has a condition that Nebuch needs our Rahmanahs and needs treatment, so that has to go in a government form and everybody has to decide I'm binary, non-binary, sub-binary, plus binary, um, et cetera, et cetera, when I'm trying to get on a plane? So that is that is the, that is the bow and arrow for the evil that doesn't, is not obvious evil. It's like, oh, you know, it looks so, it looks so accepting of all of mankind and all of humanity and so uh, inclusive and don't be non-inclusive and all that other Michigan. So for that you use a bow and arrow. And there are five different types of weapons that are used to destroy evil, essentially, whatever the five are. But we know there are these two, the bow and arrow and the sword. So in order to do all of this, who could do it? How do you get rid of the evil? We live in a Meshuggah world. How do you get rid of the evil? We could not, except for Maishra Benu. Maishra Benu. empowers us to fight the evil in one of many different ways and get rid of it once and for all. And get rid of it, he will. And we will. Believe it or not. And we can do it in a very clever, tactful way so that we get all, the whole population of the whole planet on the side of truth, Hashem, and goodness. And how does this happen? The Atat Tzavah is Hashem and means you, Mysher Deinu, as it says here in the Maimar, and the Mysher Deinu of every generation, Tzadah connects every single Jew with Hashem. And Kosh Lamar. There's this crushed aspect to us that when we're crushed, we come out with the Ma'ar. We come to the luminary in ourselves. What does that mean that we come to the luminary in ourselves? What's the crushing? The crushing is recognizes, recognizing whom I really was born to be versus how far I've gotten so far. Right? That's, that, in a sense, that's the crushing realizing I have. I am using a fraction of my potential of whom Hashem would like me to be, whom the Rebbe, the Meicher of the generation would like me to be, whom they're rooting for that I become, and what they would like to that I be able to accomplish. And that's a certain level of realizing, oh my goodness, I'm not exactly living up to my potential. And that somehow, if it's done under under the guidance of Meish Rabenu, it brings me to the level of Mar, the source of light. When I he, of course, Meish Rabenu brings me in contact with the source of light. And once I'm in contact with it, then I can step into my next bigger space and my next bigger circle and my next and my next. Not me. It's from the source of light. It's just pulling me right in. And all of that becomes possible. So, um, and then there's one other question here. Um, the kind of imuna that we have, emun in Mamalikalamun and Saiviv Kalamun, you know, the, trusting the things will work out in, in the world and then imun in Saiviv Kalamun is above the world, which here the Rebbe says is shayach only to a yid. That's Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekenu That's a kind of a munah that only applies to a Jew. Whereas Baruch Hashem Kuvod Malchuta Le'on is the deep meditation into Mamalik Ha'amim, how things work in the world and how you can be successful in the world. And that's why it says in the Zaihar that there's a, in the word Shema, there's an Ayin at the end, the last letter. And the word Echad, there's a Dalet at the end. So we take the Ayin from Shmah, take the dalit from the Echad, put them together, and you have A, witness. Okay, what's the witness? When something's revealed, like there's snow on the ground and everybody sees it, you don't need a witness. Wow, I testify that I saw the snow. Hello, we all see the snow, we don't need some big show <laughs> Broadway show from you testifying that there's snow. But something that we don't see, we need somebody to testify. I'm telling you I saw the snow. So um Kalamn is that world that's kind of concealed. We know that there's stuff going on and we know that my visions and dreams and my shlichus is all up there hovering up there waiting for me to do it. Who I really am. Who I was created to be. From before I was born into this world, it's all kind of incisive ko'almen, but I don't, it, 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 it's concealed and I have to believe it and I have to be pulled into it. And this is what it says, Shema Yisrael Hashem Hashem Achad. It means every single Jew, we testify that Havai Echad. Havaya is Hashem up there, outside of everyday life. What does that mean? In every situation, every single Jew, these are the famous words. As we know, the sikhs of the Friedek the Ches and the Dalit of Echad show on the seven Rakim, the seven heavens, and the and the four Ruchites of the world, and the Aleph shows on Aluf HaShelaylam. And the, the Jewish people, when they serve Hashem, we create Echad. Remember that we said before, I think, Haman, Russia wanted to destroy. When he wanted to get rid of Hashem, God forbid, he has different names now. His name is Bill Gates, and just one of that one. He's got different names now, but he just changes his names. He keeps up his thing. So when he wants to do his avida, when he wants to do what he wanted to do, he wanted to destroy any remnant of Ages um, of, of, of testifying to the existence of truth in Hashem of Hashem. And he just wants, shoot the messenger. You know, they say, don't shoot the messenger. In this case, meaning don't, like, we're giving you a message. You don't have to shoot the messenger. So he wanted to shoot, Haman wanted to shoot the messenger. Who are the messengers of Hashem's truth? The Jewish people. So, right, when did he want to do it? He wanted to do it all in one day. One, 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 one. Now, we know about, we have this thing about one day and oneness. Right? One day, Yom Kippur, one day. It's interesting, Yom Kippurim. If I'm not jumping ahead and the I'm going to say that. But Yom Kippurim is Yom Kippur. It's Kippurim. He wanted to destroy in one day on Purim all in the same day, the whole Jewish people. Hashem. He wanted to get rid of Hashem all in one day. So we have Yom Kippurim, Kippurim, when it's also one day. And we reach that level of oneness. So what do we do? We bring down into the world the level of with the ches echad, the ches and the Dalad, echad, ches and Dalad, we bring an aluchosal olim, the ruler of the world Hashem, down into the the four ruches and the eight heavenly spheres, etc. So that they all become one word echad. And the first letter aleph, the aleph, aleph, with the ches and the dalid, makes the word echad. And the whole point of the word is, achdos, unity. In a way, that the echad, the alufashal aylam, should be the head, and the beginning, the alif, should be the beginning of the whole thing, of the word. So when we do isarus when we do our avida down here, inside of kalamin, when we, we, we arouse a certain avida of bringing down Havaya, bringing down a level of awareness of Hashem that normally people can't see. Then what do we do? We bring down a flow from Hashem. It's called Isaris Delilah according to how much we work for it. According to how much we earn it, that's how much we get from Hashem, a flow from above, from a hidden world that's full of the dreams and the aspirations and all the goodies and all the miracles. And then we bring down, Ila, we bring down a flow from Hashem that's even higher than the one that you can earn. First you earn it, and then it just brings down, you know, the free, so to speak, the next level, the free gift. And this level of Israel that comes, this, this level of Hashem that comes down from what you did to earn it, it, it does fit into the world somehow. And it says, Hine malachi Ah, that's interesting. Malachi I know somebody who thinks about this all the time. said, whatever you're doing, there's a malach walking in front of you. So you can feel safe and you can feel assured that you will be able to achieve what you set out to achieve. Interesting. So what's the request of my Benu? Mysore Venu said, I want that this Isarus Tele'ila, I want that this Bracha, this flow from Hashem, higher than this, If I find grace in your eyes, what is this grace? It shows on the sphere of Kether. Remember the crown? We said, if you're inside the crown of the time of Pella and you're looking out at the world, what are you seeing? asmus, and so this level of Is it comes down. You you get a level from Hashem that you couldn't really reach, and Hashem is sending it you. So you start down here, and then you know, and then you bring everything down, and everything starts to work out. Okay, and therefore we're finishing up here. And that's why it says the Kibbali Yehudi here we were at the time of Purim, and we're about to, we're preparing for Purim, and the whole world is about to go into, no doubt, the world is so crazy, it's going to go into Ben this year, in the year of, remember, Pele, Mifla, Tav, Shin, Pei, Aleph, you're going to see, since last year on Purim, the whole world turns upside down with the virus, and all the craziness, it's happened since then. What do you think is going to happen this year, Purim? The whole world's going to turn upside down in the most unbelievable way. Everything's going to turn up. You know, it's going to do somersaults. No, it's Katu. That is what Purim is always about. Everything, Zinahatehu, everything turns upside down. It'll be the anniversary of everything turning upside down. Watch what happens this year. But Amen. I it should be an amazingly good thing. Kaula. So when it says about Purim, we, the Jewish people received what they already started to do at Matan Torah. That's through Mesiris Nefesh. It was through the, in the days of Mordechai and Esther. That's when they really started to keep the Torah, to really keep it and do it. And so every single year, it happens again on the anniversary. Just like it happened the first year on Purim, that's the Kayak that we have to do it. And we know the Torah of the Baal Shemtos, that if we read the Megillah backwards, we're not Yaisi. When we read the Megillah, it's in a way of, it is backwards. It's like, oh, it's a thing of the past. If we read it that way, we are saying oh, it's once upon a time, there was a the story of Koran. Read it in the past, and we're not Yaisi. Because the Megillah is a Haira in every time, in every place, to every single person, including the Hirah to stand with Messias Nefesh throughout the whole year, no matter what the changes are, you know, one time lockdown, lock up, lock out, stay, you know, riots, this and that, weird, crazy year. No matter what the changes are, it's not shy by a uh, Jew that he should have even one single foreign thought. Or one, of course, not a, not a word or a deed. If we can do that, when everything is really crazy and not have and have only very clear thoughts of this is Mashiach and Geula unfolding, then this does take Maserus Nefesh. This Maserus Nefesh brings this mindset. Maserus Nefesh mindset brings that Literally, based on and founded on Ira Aira Hayta is PYRA. Vikar, that's chilling. That's the whole idea of mitzvahs. So we have Tyra and we have Tzillin. So we will bring. Uh, we have Tyra and we have mitzvahs. And so, because the whole Tyra is con- compared to Tillin or all the mitzvahs. And we, we um, educate little children in that. And so, as it says in the Medrash of Mordechai, um, they went to the children. And they asked the children, I think the, the bad guy, no no, 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 no. I think Mordechai went to the children and said, Let's see what the children say. It was a horrific gazera, it's terrifying. It's a really horrific gazera. What do we see what what are the children saying? So we went went to the children and said, What are you learning in school? And they said, Right? That's what they said. Because Mordecai heard, when he heard it, he was very joy. He was really, really, really happy. Because they said, "Don't be afraid of sudden fear, BLM, tub, you know what I'm saying? Be it riot, this, that, virus, lockdown, lock up, etc., and the and and all the advice of the wicked." And they they plan to do what they sixteen in two days, sixteen. Whatever uh, declaration signed or whatever it was the uh, decrees from the king, however they call it in the United States, they're planning it's not going to happen. Why not? right? It's not going to happen When Mordecai heard this, he knew it won't happen then, and it's not going to happen now. and pay It's not going to happen either. is with us now, and so is Haman. And they're playing their last play, their last golf game together. And Mordechai said, "The kids told me Haman's not winning. The king That everybody should do is avided according to everything that it says in Razal, including the whole tirah. And surely Kaddish Baruch Hu will fulfill His promise that He will give us what we need, and all the brachas in the parsha arav esimcha v'satzen Vikar, keep and mismach gula legula from the gula purim to the gula mitzvah shleimitzvah mashiach tikkenu that even before um, even a, a, a quick uh, hour um, we won't we won't even have to have that the Karv of mamish begladi daniyava mashiach tikkenu beyalechinen come muslaitin behever yaminu Mamash.